What's up and welcome to the 2022 Brunchies. Dan, Chris, there in Pittsburgh. I'm in LA. It is, I mean, it's a cross-country award show. How many, how many of those <laughs> have you seen? Not many. Not many. Uh, Not many at all. I'm really excited to hand out the Icon Award this year. <laughs> I think that's going to really, be a good one. I'm really mad you just decided to say that right now, that we could have given out a brunch icon. Damn it. Damn it, Chris. Well, we have we have an hour, so maybe at the end of... If, this normally happens. We go through our conversations and something brilliant pops up. Maybe we'll come up with an icon. You never know. That's true. Oh, man. Well, uh, before we get into the brunchies, which is our end of the year award show where we go through all of the great topics of everything going that went on in the world and give our thoughts on all of it. Um, Dan, let everybody know where they can find the brunch breakdown. I'd be happy to do so because we've been doing this for what? Over 126 episodes now. And this is the second coming of the brunch breakdown. And I know we have some new listeners. So we want to welcome you. If this is your first brunchies this is a special night. It's a special special show for you. So thank you for tuning in. A brief rundown. You can find The Brunch Breakdown literally anywhere you can find podcasts, right? We're talking Apple, Spotify, Google, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Audible. Just search The Brunch Breakdown. Hit follow and hit subscribe. And the new episodes, they come out every Wednesday. You hit follow, you hit subscribe. They will come directly to you. You don't have to look out for links or anything to download from us every wednesday uh full video episodes are also available so you can see our beautiful faces and our well some of our fancy attire today uh that debuts on our youtube and our facebook pages at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific every wednesday as well and you can watch those on demand anytime you'd like after that of course we're everywhere on social media facebook twitter instagram trailer tiktok at brunch breakdown give us a follow we follow you back then we can become friends lifelong friends Last but not least, our Sounds of Brunch playlist. We get you what we're listening to each and every week, and we put those all into a nice double-stuffed version of the playlist. Last week, this week, we call it the Sounds of Brunch. It's available exclusively on Spotify. Beautiful. I absolutely love it. Now, let's get into the Brunchies. And for those who are not familiar with the Brunchies, we go through all the things. Worst song of the year, best song of the year, our best beer, our best brunches, meme of the year, album of the year, so many different categories that we have that are all been voted on by us, not by you, all by <laughs> us. You can give your opinions at Brunch Breakdown on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that good stuff too. All right. Well, let's get into our first category to start the Brunchies, ladies and gentlemen. And the first category is Worst song of the year. <laughs> Chris, get us started with your worst song of the year. Who's getting the first brunchy? This is perfect because I actually uh, <clears throat> had to bring uh, a tab up in my browser over here because not only do I have a worst song of the year, I want to... Um, read a little bit of it to you spoken word these lyrics so that you just get a feel for how bad this song is dan you're really going to appreciate this um (laughs) the artist the artist is luke bryan and the song is country on if you like luke bryan well we probably can't be friends um luke bryan like all of his music just panders to the exact stereotypical person that you would think listens to country music. So let me read uh, just a, a few snippets here from Country On. Uh, hey, farm boy, keep dropping that plow, bailing that hay, feeding them cows. From the rooster crow till another long day is gone, Country On. Ugh. Hey, big rig, keep clocking them miles. Pulling that horn, making us smile. Rolling that load down the road all night long. Country on. Ladies and gentlemen, the worst song of 2022. Chris, I am so proud of you, first of all. (laughs) So proud of you. And thank you for sharing it in the style that you did, because you basically just read a kindergarten farm poem. (laughs) Is exactly what that is. Come on. Yeah. 
it, 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 and believe it or not, uh, it, it does get worse. I'm not going to subject everybody to it, but uh, <laughs> if you want to Google the lyrics, I would invite you to, because uh, I mean, you guys can cast a vote, but this is the worst song of 2022. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Wow. 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 Amazing. Dan, what is your worst song of the year? So this is actually probably the more, more one of the more difficult categories for me. <laughs> There's so many nominees, so many wonderful nominees uh, in this category for me. Uh, Kate Bush running up that hill, like an honorable mention because Meg Myers has a better cover of your own song. And because of a TV show, that song became popular. Um, Megan Trainer made you look another wonderful nominee in this category that's coming up just a bit short, but Megan Trainer is basically emeritus in this category. It could be named after her. The Megan Trainer Worst Song of the Year Award. In fact, <laughs> that's happening. <laughs> um, but the award for Worst Song of the Year goes to, and I, I know one of you may feel a little different about this, but we don't talk about Bruno. Congratulations, Worst Song of 2022. I like that song. Come on. Yeah, I knew I knew so I knew one of you two would I think that song is trash and I am with you. I think that song is absolute <laughs> trash. The only good song on that whole all of Encanto is the Family Magic one. It's the first song in the freaking thing. That one's really good. Yeah. Dude, bomb. She's like turns into the Migos at the end of it. <laughs> it's like like my family. It's nuts. It's just nuts. Screw Bruno. Oh. All right. Worst song of the year. <sighs> I had high hopes for this one. High hopes, but um, it's not good. Hold me closer, Elton John, Britney Spears, legitimately wow. the worst song of 2022 for me. I had high hopes, thinking this was going to be our moment for Britney to do something that had nothing to do with her Instagram page. No, it was just her singing poorly to Elton John. There was nothing different about it. There was nothing special about it the beat changed or whatever that's it and it is just trash and i need it to go away go away from my life i hate that song so much it's terrible like shouts to elton john all the other little remixes he's done in the past like few years have been awesome this one trash and that's yeah yeah that's and, what was surprising about it right is she's coming out he's kind of off this like red hot track with dua lipa and you had a chance to do something similar. Now that we're putting the blame on Elton John, I mean, no. like you said, Brittany didn't exactly bring the A game either. But no. wow, interesting pick by you. But terrible. Okay, terrible. Do those do those end up going on the playlist along with the other music that we talk about? I think it's 100%. important that they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. Um. Uh. Just the one runner up. I have. Um. Uh, just another big disappointment for me. Um. Gail, who had one of my songs of the year last year in ABCFU, uh, this year she put out a song called Fuck, Mary Kill, and it's honestly the worst song. It's terrible. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's just awful. Like, I don't know why you would make a song like that. It just sounds like a, it, it's just annoying. It's just really annoying. Like, it sounds like somebody in high school would write in the back of class and then sing it to you. And you're like, well, this is, mm. why did you make a song called Fuck, Mary Kill? Like, <laughs> why'd you do that? It's terrible. So, but congrats to the winners. <laughs> congrats, <laughs> congrats to the winners and the runners up. Shouts to uh, <laughs> shouts to everyone for uh, participating this year. <laughs> Worst song of the year. Here we go. Let's get into one of our favorite categories. Here we talk about it every week: beer, beer of the year. Here on the Brunch Breakdowns, Brunchy Awards, I am going to get us started with that one. Our, my beer of the year goes to Crown & Hops Brewing in Los Angeles, the dopest hazy IPA. I had to hunt this thing down like crazy because one, the can is amazing. Also, I, like Crown & Hops are awesome too, but it was very hard to find it. Because honestly, when you're going through the beer aisle and you see something that says the dopest hazy IPA and you like hazy IPAs, are you not going to go grab that? You're going to grab it. And it's also very good. Grapefruit, pineapple, everything that Daniel Dudley likes and my beer of the year for sure. And I, I'm trying to find it again and it's hard. But anyways, hmm. the dopest IPA. 
You came through with some strong beers on Brews Day this year, my friend. That's a, I remember that one. That's a, that's a good one by you. Uh, I'll go up next. Uh, of course, many, many beers to choose from this year. <laughs> Always a difficult category for me. Worst song of the year and beer of the year. You know, they're just, <laughs> they level up for me. <laughs> um, that's where I spend my time thinking the most. Uh, I had some great ones. Great ones. Hitchhiker's Limited Blend Peanut Butter and Coffee Stout. A wonderful nominee in this category. But the beer of the year happened many moons ago, earlier in 2022 for me. The fine, fine folks at 450 North. We all remember their ultra thick, slushy, smoothie beers. And the Slushy XL Cinnamon Toast Munch was the best beer that I had in 2022. Um, I had it back in January, and it's if you can envision it, it's like cinnamon toast crunch milk with hints of peach. Which, when you read it as cinnamon toast crunch munch, whatever, you're like, what? What's peach doing in there? Peach doesn't belong with cinnamon toast crunch. It do, it do, it does belong, and now I know it does belong, and it's wonderful. Almost made it like peach pie, like uh, just absolutely incredible. 450 North slushy. Extra large cinnamon toast munch beer of the year. Nice. I like it's it. It's got a lot of that's got a lot of uh Dan keywords and key phrases in there. That that sounds <laughs> right. right. That <laughs> sounds right. Should we have us? Yeah, I'll I'll give a second award away real quick to uh like a beer flavor of the year. <laughs> Last year, marshmallow ran away with it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is uh, this year that I had in there. Often you guys probably take more notes on that than I do, but um, I feel like milk sugar was a, was a popular one uh, this year, but cinnamon, mm, cinnamon, always the secret ingredient. Uh, good stuff, guys. I um, surprisingly enough, like kind of struggled with this one partly because I mean, like Dan said, there's a lot of good beers out there. Right. Um, and also partly because I kind of, once I find some that are in my wheelhouse, I gravitate to them, right? Um, but we took Dan. You're going to have to fact. I, I, I want you to fact check me here. Okay. We right. took a trip to Chicago for a bachelor party, and I remember "Son of Juice." Yes. <laughs> yes. And I remember that on the trip, then we were calling ourselves the Sons of Juice. Um, so I think it's Maplewood Brewing out there in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I remember really enjoying that IPA in particular. And if the beer has the word juice in it for me, like I remember I, I had juice pants the previous year. So we go to Son of Juice. It, it works, right? Uh, very big fan of juicy IPAs. And, and I think it's important for me to kind of have like that emotional connection to why the beer was so good. And that was a blast of a trip with the boys in Chicago. There was like an inside joke about the beer. Like I just kept coming back to that one as my beer of the year. So I'm going with son of juice from Maplewood brewing. Uh, shout out to Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, you nailed that, my friend. That was a wonderful beer. And uh, yeah, we kept coming back to it because you, you're in the land of Chicago where they have a lot of craft beer. And then you you see the beer menu and you their names you've never heard of. So we were initially drawn to Son of Juice. Let's do it. It was the first beer, if I'm not mistaken, that we had the very first night. And we kept going back to it whenever we saw it popping up. Excellent. Super juicy, flavorful. Great beer. Great winner. Nice. Son of juice. Anytime <laughs> we get a chance to shout out OJ, we will do it. <laughs> hey, former former brunchy winner, right? Former, former exactly. of the year. Former brunchy winner. <laughs> and that was before we changed our person of the year to person we'd want to have brunch with. I don't yeah. know that, if you want to have brunch with OJ. An important that's detail. Yeah. 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 Right. But I will have OJ at brunch. There yes. There you go. Yes. That's yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our next uh, brunchy that we shall give out is the best thing we saw on TV. Best thing we watched. Best TV show. Whatever you want to call it. Because last year, I have it written down as a million different things in my notebook. It was like, best thing we watched. Best TV show. Best this. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, 
<laughs> let's just call it best thing we watch, guys. And um, Dan, get us started. What you got? Uh, my this this was the, one of the actually the easier categories for me. A lot of great stuff, and no, no shortage of finding anything on TV nowadays. Right? It's almost too much to choose from. Um, it went to Severance for me. Severance on Apple TV with uh, Adam Scott. Uh, playing a more serious role, uh, maybe whatnot than other fans are used to him seeing, um, whether that's in Parks and Rec or Wedding Crashers. But he's absolutely incredible in the show Severance on Apple TV, and it's easily my show of the year. Uh, some great uh, runners up, honorable mentions: uh, Ted Lasso, uh, We Crashed. We talked about that one before. Uh, Barry on HBO and Inventing Anna on netflix i didn't think i'd like that and i liked it a lot but not enough to take down severance congratulations nice chris um this is by far the hardest category for me <laughs> of everything that we're voting guys um last year i picked college football because uh i don't watch a lot of tv programs <laughs> And I hate to break it to you guys, I could not come up with a TV show that I watched this year that wasn't live sports. Um, so I went to the wife. I went to wife Katie, and she watched a lot of the show Jane the Virgin while she was on maternity leave. So she's going to get a celebrity shot on this one, and I'm going to put that as the show of the year because I quite simply did not like stick with more than one episode of any show in 2022. And that is not, that is not an exaggeration. I just straight up didn't. Listen, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Katie. <laughs> she also because... added in like anything about the Royal family, but I don't know what's going on there. So that was another, she, she, she watched that docu series on the two. I don't even know their names. The two people that were like, Staying at that guy's house in LA for a while. Harry and Megan. Harry and Megan. Megan. Okay. Goodness yeah. gracious. Tyler Perry's house. You know this stuff, Chris. Don't <laughs> act like you don't. I straight up forgot the guy's name. But yes, Tyler Perry. Um, I remember you explaining it to me to help me understand what my wife was talking about. Yes. Kristen, you host a royal wedding brunch at your house for Harry and Megan's wedding? Yes. Um <laughs> that was at just want to clarify. That was at my house. Um, that was that was my about my level of involvement in the, in the party. Uh, it's those two people, those royals, they stay at that guy's house. Yeah. God. But wow. just wow. Jane the Virgin being her pick. Jane the Virgin, which ended like five, six years ago. That's what maybe. I thought. I was going to say, I don't think that show's on anymore. And I don't no, even watch it. Absolutely not. Listen, man, there's not a lot of TV happening in this household. There's just not. What are you watching during the summer? I, I don't watch TV, man, especially during the summer. There's no football on. I don't watch TV in the that's summer. The, that's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think I'm watching the Pirates? Come on. Uh, I know. Yeah. See, I knew you weren't doing that. So I was trying to see if like, you know, maybe one night you stumbled onto. No, that's when I get outside. Something. That's when I get outside. Yeah. Can't get enough Bob Walk during the summer. <laughs> <laughs> that's Chris's favorite TV show. Whatever Bob Walk is on. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, the best thing uh, with TV. Uh, I have some runner-ups. Uh, the Dropout, I absolutely loved. Um, I absolutely love that. Elizabeth Holmes, that whole thing is crazy. If you just... The scammers won this year, honestly. Inventing Anna, like... And the cool thing about inventing Anna is if you watch any of like the real interviews with the real Anna who scammed all these people, you will like the the show on Netflix even more because hmm. it's just like she it, it, she nails this girl. Like it's just it's a ridiculous thing. You're just like, how is this real? And then you're watching it. And you're like, wow, she's real. This is crazy. But um, the best thing I watched, funniest thing I watched also uh, Abbott Elementary. That show came out of nowhere in the middle of this year on ABC and like just a network sitcom being this funny and this hilarious making me laugh like makes me laugh out loud every single episode at least like three times. And that's very hard to do, um, especially on network TV where you're not cursing, you're not doing whatever. And it's just it's awesome. And I don't know if you guys aren't on the Abbott Elementary train, get on it. It's amazing. The show's incredible. So. Yeah, I recall you talking about it for quite oh. some time. It's just 
yeah, I cable cable TV is a wild, it's wild, man. <laughs> and another reason why you guys should be watching Abbott Elementary, you guys both love The Office. Mm-hmm. It's shot the same way, but it's about elementary school, and it's yeah. amazing. It's just, ugh, it's so funny. So there you go. Those are the like best it. things we watched this year. Thanks to Katie for nothing, by the way. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Katie. We're just, I'm not mad at your husband. I'm mad at you, Katie. Mad at you. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm mad at you. I fully, I was fully ready for Chris to tell me something that I missed from like the college football playoff selection show or whatever. Like I fully was ready for that. Like I was ready for that. I was like, I'm actually kind of bummed yeah. that you didn't give us that. So. <laughs> Maybe I'm mad at you, too. Who knows? <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, speaking of that, let's get into the sports moment of the year here on the Brunchies. Chris, get us started. Go yeah, for it. I- I'm going to be super niche and on brand for me. Um, the best moment of the sports year happened at the very beginning of the college football season for me. Um, we brought back the backyard brawl, which is nice to see in football that Oh. In college football, we bring back a rivalry, right? Um, and then the way the game played out, you know, Pitt ended up winning with an interception late in the game. I ended up like underneath a massive pile of humans um, in, in <laughs> celebration. It was just like unbelievable from start to finish. Um, our quarterback dropped the F bomb uh, at the like the night before. Like every, everything worked out. I mean, everything that happened after that game for our football season did not go very well, but that was a great kickoff to the college football season. And um, that's my sports moment of the year. Beautiful. Like that. All right. I'm going to go next. My, because my, I forgot about the backyard brawl. That's so funny. Um, But no, I'm happy you mentioned that moment. Um, I have a couple runner up here. The Nets, just (laughs) the Nets. (laughs) <laughs> Literally just the Nets are my just a one big encompassing sports moment of this year. Like yeah. just everything, just everything about them is just perplexing with Kyrie and just Kevin Durant, just somehow showing no emotion whenever James Harden is leaving, like somehow demanding a trade without demanding a trade. Just, I don't know. It's just uh, <laughs> Steve Nash. The whole thing's just absolute mess. Um, But yeah, the Nets, absolutely that. But my, um my favorite sports moment, of this year was watching everyone in Pittsburgh act like they like Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> the best sports moment of 2022. 100%. It was the beginning of 2022. Incredible. I almost took, I almost chose Tom Brady, solid Tom Brady retiring and unretiring solid runner up, oh. but just watching everyone act like they like Ben for like a weekend. And then when the Steelers made the playoffs, people were like actually angry that the Steelers made the playoffs. They were like, we got to do this again. We don't like this guy. What the fuck are we doing? This sucks. Anyways, that is my sports moment of the year. You guys all just, all of you just bent over backwards trying to act like you liked this guy. None of you like him. He was your quarterback. He did the thing. Won Super Bowls. But none of you liked him. You try to act like he was Peyton Manning for you guys or something. No, 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 no. You, nobody likes that guy. And it was amazing watching you guys do backflips trying to act like you liked him. Sports I'll moment t- of the year. Uh, I'll tell you what, over the past uh, 11 months, his stock has uh, only gone up in Pittsburgh. I think people <laughs> realizing, like, oh, man, <laughs> that was bad last year. But whew, this has been some rough stuff. Um, <laughs> so many sports moments to choose from. I mean, I could say try to pick a moment right the entire winter olympics i mean that's that's steel city dan right there right um the but specifically within the winter olympics that another doping scandal with a russian athlete that young <laughs> figure skater from russia that craziness and she just like mentally collapses um that was just absolute absolute wild story to follow during the olympics uh then you had sean white retiring lindsey jacob ellis getting her gold medal after 16 years that she'd been competing in the in the Olympics and that incredible uh like teammate run that they had the next day and she won a second one um the year in golf right golf had its best year like ever 
with this live tour drama that is still going on, by the way, like huge year for golf, not quite a moment. I think you guys shouldn't be surprised to know this, but moment of the year, sports moment of the year, Joseph Chestnut Jr. The third winning his 15th Nathan's hot dog eating contest championship with a broken foot. And if you recall, throwing a protester in a headlock and throwing him off the stage at the same time. Just remarkable feats of strength. If it was just a regular championship victory, Joey might not get this award, but with a broken foot and a protester, you know, trying to rattle him an incredible victory sports moment of the year. Congrats, my buddy. I'll I'll give you the headlock and the protester, but let's not act like a broken foot hurts this guy's ability to eat. Okay, come on. He's got to stand there and eat. <laughs> Listen, I don't think I don't. Maybe Chris can answer this. I like I don't think there's any scientific like you know I don't know. There's nothing that sh- tells you that when you get hurt you eat more. But like I feel like when you are injured you eat more. So if anything, a broken foot was an advantage for Joey Chestnut. Right. He was eating his feelings because he was so sad about his broken foot. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's very niche. I like I, I, I like the pick, Dan. I just don't like the way you describe I, your rationale for it. No, just it's just an incredible moment. Yeah. In 2022. I just it. It'll stick well, with next me. next Fourth of July. I want analytics on what other since you have Joey Chestnut analytics. I want yeah. analytics on what other injured uh, competitive eaters have competed in different events and how they've fared based on those injuries. I'll be ready. Seven <laughs> and six months countdowns on. Yeah, challenge accepted. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, any other sports moments you guys love this year? You know, I was thinking, I, I couldn't choose it because that would, I felt like a dick, but like, I, I wanted to kind of make a, a joke there about like Tom Brady just ditching his whole family for football. Like, dude, I thought about it. It was almost my number one, but the Ben thing literally made me chuckle once I started thinking <laughs> more about it. I, there actually, there's another a very late nominee and honestly if it maybe would have happened earlier in the year could have considered it um really two that just happened within the last 24 to 48 hours of us recording this the indianapolis colts blowing and matt ryan blowing a 33 nothing lead to the vikings (laughs) and number two you i don't know if you guys have seen it yet but in one of the wildest finishes in nfl history the Raiders beating the New England Patriots with zero seconds left on the clock in the most incredible play you will ever see. Again, this is this did not happen that long ago, but an absolute wild play. To summarize it briefly, it's tied 24 apiece. It's the last play of the game. The Patri- Patriots are trying to just like chuck the ball back and forth, doing like the, the Hail Mary Stanford band is on the play thing. And they throw the ball backwards, and it gets intercepted by a by an Oakland. Aditi's watching it for the first time now. <laughs> it gets intercepted by a Raiders defender. He plows over Mac Jones, the only guy in his way, and runs into the end zone for the game-winning touchdown. It's the most amazing play I've ever seen, and a late nominee, and probably well-deserved. Maybe we can lump that into next year's category, but fascinating fascinating football to finish off and, and the guy that intercepted it played for the patriots last year yes so yes. like maybe he should be icon of the year yeah right <laughs> just wild undisciplined nonsense play dd i see I, the look on your face oh. says it all okay so i literally you were just, like because i just hit like play on this about the first twitter video i saw and you were literally going play by play as <laughs> I so i don't know who's on the call of this game i because i'm watching it on mute but you were the call in this game and it was absolutely it was like literally <laughs> like until you stopped to notice that i was watching it in real time you yeah. were literally on it one like step by step it was <laughs> holy shit 
Mac Jones got to be embarrassed. That's embarrassing. He just gets the stiff arm of all stiff arms. He kind of just like turtled. He was like, ah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I dude, I I'm really interested in hearing like the post game on that though, because that play started, it was a draw. It was a running, running back up the middle. Like we're going to run the clock out. And then I kind of think the players just went rogue. Like, who had to who runs a lateral play like that out of a halfback draw? Like, who I want to he... hear Belichick talk about this because I can't imagine that's what he called. No, who's he throwing it to? Dude, most accurate 20 yard pass I've ever seen just to the <laughs> wrong team. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know who number 16 is for the Patriots, but he he I don't know who he's throwing. Is he throwing it to Mac Jones? I, yeah, that's the, like that's the only person he could be throwing it to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It was tight spiral. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, wild, wild play. Wow. Honorable mention. Yes. Worst moment of the year. <laughs> Holy shit. Especially if you're a Patriots fan. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wasn't ready for that one. But uh, yeah, one of my honorable mention sports moments also in a like a you know non like you know satirical thing. I, I loved watching Steph Curry win. I loved it. You know, I loved watching him win it. I loved watching him get the MVP because I feel like so much of Steph has been, he had not win MVP. He shrinks in the finals. He's never the best player. And he just did it. And there was yeah. no question about it. So that was like one of the coolest things for me. Cause I hate when great players kind of get that weird thing where it's like, oh, he doesn't play well in the, you know, finals or the Super Bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he just did it. So that was cool. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, moving on, let's get back into music, guys. Uh, the best song of the year for the Brunchies. We talk music every week on this show. So let's get into the best songs of the year. Daniel Knopp, get us started. Who's winning the Brunchies for song of the year? This is always one that I that I think we all struggle with, right? Just because of how much we have a focus of music, not only in on this podcast, but in our lives and how many songs to go through looking at 52 weeks of music and trying to pick uh, <laughs> the best song of the year. It was, this could really go anywhere. Um, discovered a band called ripe and their song settling was like the song of the summer for me secretly good honorable mention. Um, but it came down to two. It came down to two. And frankly, I have them written down and I didn't actually make a decision. So I'm going to do it right here on the spot going with my gut. If if you would have told me in April that this would have been who I'm giving this award to, I'd have said you're absolutely out of your freaking thick skull. But congratulations, Harry Styles, as it was, Ooh. you're getting best song of the year for me, which an extra tip of the cap for someone I really didn't care for. Um, but th- that song wouldn't leave me alone for some reason. And then they started playing it on like alt nation and i'm like what is happening and then i realized i actually enjoy that song um so that unfortunate runner-up went to unholy sam smith kim petrus another incredible song just just short this year but harry styles as it was song of the year beautiful i like that song a lot uh i just couldn't I don't know. There's something about it. Just couldn't put it on my on my mm-hmm. list. Sure. Christopher, let's get it. Song of the year. All right, boys. This year. Uh, this year, Chris. This year. <laughs> <laughs> Again, hold on, hold on. Chris, it's what you're listening to, not what Dan's listening to. No, oh. it's funny he said that because there was this song that played throughout Jane the Virgin that I was really a big fan. No, I'm just <laughs> um no honestly i i did i did have a a few albums and songs this year oh. that i i just found these bands out of nowhere and then like kind of went back through you know their albums you know from from years past and have i mean i got i had a couple albums that i wanted to have be album of the year this year that were from like 2021 or 2019 but anyway um getting back to my roots here for song of the year uh, going a little less mainstream than I have in previous years. Um, I listen to I, I, on on that theme. I, I I listen to a lot of punk this year, like a lot of pop punk. Um, kind of did a better job this year of 
finding more bands, more obscure bands that maybe don't have huge followings, uh, but put out really good music. And a band that actually came back out of the woodwork after being gone for five, six, seven years uh, is a band called With the Punches. They're from New York, kind of on the the heavier side of the pop punk genre, um, but they were getting really, really popular and then just stopped playing music for so long. Came back with an album this year called Discontent, and the title track from that album, Discontent, is my song of the year. They came back with so much energy and like so true to the same energy. It's hard for bands like this to get into their thirties and have the same energy that they had when they were in their twenties. Like that's, it's, it's hard to do that. Um, but they did. And I absolutely love this song. I love the album and, uh, it is my song of the year discontent from with the punches. I love it. They they were not on, they were not on Jane, Jane, the Virgin. just to be clear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> any runner up chris um yeah you know what i would put this band called honey creek which surprisingly they're from my native state of wisconsin um they had an entire album i don't have the album name written down uh but this band honey creek had an album from 2019 that i discovered this year um that like all 10 songs in the album if you go into my spotify rap they're like in the top 50 like i absolutely love the album and i was very tempted to pick something off that album and put it in here but um I wanted to be, I wanted to be current, you know, like the, like the kids these days. Thank you. I feel you. That's the hard part about this list for me. There are songs that get me excited, but then I have to think back, like, is that the song that I listened to the most this year? And I tried to use the Apple music replay, but that didn't really work that well because my favorite song was not the Eureka theme song from the Disney (laughs) junior show. So, um, so, but my favorite song of this year, uh, heated by Beyonce, not a single deep cut. And this is going to go into my, we'll talk about this when we talk about best album, but just, I feel like my favorite songs this year all came from my favorite albums of the hmm. year. That's good. And I like that. It's just like, and so it's like, I have these deep cuts. It's like, I could have used break my soul. I love break my soul. That song's incredible, but it was just like, there are certain songs on that album. That I love so much that I, but heated was definitely it. But like, it's a cool, it's a really cool year for music. Like, SZA just put out an album like a week ago. Nobody gets me. It's like one of my favorite songs of maybe ever. Like that song is like shit. Like play that song for someone you love. And holy hell, that mm-hmm. shit's amazing. Um, but yeah, Steve Lacey, Bad Habits, like Central C, Doja, Ice Spice Munch. There's so many great songs that came out this year. Um, but yeah, but Heated by Beyonce was just the song that just every time that song just has so many different levels. There's so many things going on in that song. I just love it so much. So yeah, so big shouts to all of our winners for songs of the year. Shouts to you, and um, don't end up on the worst songs next year. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into meme of the year. Meme of the year, guys. I'm gonna get us started here. Um, it was easy for me. Watch this. Oh. <laughs> meme of the year for sure just seeing that used in a million different ways this year was just was awesome it was it was cool to see something replaced um like hold my beer will always be funny but i feel like for a solid amount of time this year watch this watch this hell like just took away from hold my beer for uh the memes on instagram twitter and all that so shouts to usher meme of the year yeah, I'm just going to follow that up because that was mine too. I Beautiful. had the same Beautiful. thing. I had the same thing. Um, I'll just give a quick runner up. There were a few different memes where it was like the guy at a bar or a club screaming into a clearly disinterested girl's ear about something. And then that turned into like just basically everything that everybody is really interested in, but nobody else cares. I thought those <laughs> memes were very funny. But yeah, Usher watch this was just like it worked for everything i love everything a uh, gentleman i think for probably the first time in brunchy's history we have a clean sweep because i absolutely go. as well usher watch Let's this go. it wasn't even close a clean sweep of the category um love that chris the one you were just referencing there about screaming into like the the girl screaming into that the guy's ear at a music festival 
that one still got a little bit of steam. I like that one. Um, it's tough for me because memes get so overused. 95% of them, right? And then they just lose their steam. Like a good song on the radio can just become a song <laughs> you hate really quickly because of how much it gets played. Um, she's a 10 or he's a 10, but I love that was great. <laughs> it was great in its moment. And then it's just started. To, it's one of those things. The spirit Halloween costume things. The first couple of days, loving it. And then it was just everywhere. And I'm like, now I hate this. But yeah. <laughs> Usher, watch this. That never happened. Easily the winner for me of the year. Well. Shouts to Usher. Wow. <laughs> Clean sweep with the brunchies. Do we send him? Does he just get like a bigger brunchie or does he like get no, three brunchies? I No, I think like this has never ha- this has never happened before. So no. yeah. we we do have an icon award to give out this year. Wow. It's Usher. Usher. Icon. And it does this does this fit your criteria, Dan? Usher's been around since <laughs> he, yeah, I want to yeah. say like he, he's eligible. You know, he's yeah, Usher's been around eligible. since the 90s. Icon eligible. He's on your watch list, Dan. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well deserved. <laughs> well, there you have it. Well, shouts to Usher. Icon. Wow. At the brunchies. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Chris, you were right. It happened organically within the moment. We just start talking and then yeah, there it is. He sweeps yeah. a category. And- wow. Man, Usher was like, oh, brunchies. Watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Icon. Man. Damn. All right. Well, let's uh, get into our albums of the year. This is our second to last, our first to last, actually, uh, category we have. So sad. Brunchies are almost done. But albums of the year, guys. Who wants to get us started? Go for it. I'll go first. Um, A band that I discovered this year had never heard of them previously. Came The band's name is No Pressure. They came out with an album self-titled. So the album was called No Pressure. Uh, And kind of similar to what I said about With the Punches, I mean, this band just brings so much unbelievable energy. So like, when I found them for the first time and heard the first song on the album, it just blew me away. And then the fact that every single song in the album carried the same level of intensity and energy. Um, I mean, you guys know, I like to get, I like to get a little something, something from the music that I listen to Um, this band. They're kind of similar. I would say to uh, the story so far, if you're familiar with that band, a bit more established, Um, but I absolutely loved everything from this album and uh, they're relatively young band. So I'm excited to see what they come out with in the future. But uh, the album, no pressure from the band, no pressure. That's my album of the year. Nice. All right. All okay. Right. Let's get it going. Dan album of the year. I know it's hard for you. Really hard. Right. Really, really tough. A lot of great nominees. Um, Dayglo put out an album not that long ago, uh, maybe in September, October, called People in Motion. A fantastic nominee, a runner-up, unfortunately. Um, I gave him Song of the Year, so how can I not at least nominate him for Album of the Year? Because the album was great. Harry's House by Harry Styles. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. But again, a, a runner-up, an honorable mention in this category. Um, there were a couple, what I want to call, unhonorable mentions, and that's just kind of because of the news that has kind of come out by what the, either the musician or somebody in the band that's not super positive right now, but I don't want to completely throw away the music. Uh, we by Arcade Fire and Who Cares by Rex Orange County. Hey. Call them unhonorable mentions, right? Uh, however, gentlemen, this award was won a long time ago. We look at all of 2022. When we talk about these awards and way, way back in January, the weekend put out Don FM and I just couldn't find another album that from start to finish top to bottom, I enjoyed more. He held that reign the entire year. There's been some great albums. Steve, you mentioned Sizz's album and a, cu- a couple more weeks. Maybe that gets pushed into next year. I love that album, but Don FM by the weekend. Album of the year. Yeah. God, I love Don FM. That album's amazing. And it was very hard. 
to not pick it as my number one. I love that album so much. Uh, I love the Lizzo album special. I love that shit so much. Uh, just you mentioned this is album again. Uh, Beyonce Renaissance. That's the album of the year for me. I just I just don't understand how someone this far into her career just cares about making something this freaking awesome. When literally you could just put out a couple songs and tour and just be, it doesn't matter. Like it's like Beyonce's been around since freaking, I think I was like 11 years old when Be- when No, No, No came out by Destiny Child. Like who else is around since 1995? Like, honestly, let's be honest here. Like who's around? Like, I don't know why. And just so much care, so much everything about it. And it's a dance album and it's just so awesome and just I can't wait to see this thing live. And I just, I, good God, I just love this album. And my whole family loves this album. That's another thing about it too. It's, you know, it's hard to get, you know, I have some hard critics in the, in the whip, but freaking <laughs> Sersha loves this album. So that's, 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 that's it, man. Beyonce Renaissance. I freaking just, God damn it. I love this. I love that album, but yeah, the weekend Don FM. I love that album too, but yeah. yeah. No, you can't go wrong with Beyonce though. The queen. No. God, man. Dude, I can't wait for the playlist this week, guys. Because like, we got to make sure we get this to Dan on time. Thank you. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of songs. A, a lot of music. Yeah. A lot of music yeah. on, the, uh, on the playlist this week. All right. Well, let's get into our last category, boys. Two wait, last two? Which one do we have? I know we have person of the year. What else? And brunch of the year. Oh, my God. Well, that was dumb. <laughs> Anyways, uh, person of the year and brunch of the year. All right. So let's get into... Uh, person of the year that we would like to have brunch with i'll get us started here guys i'll do it it's usher <laughs> i didn't expect you guys to both pick him as meme of the year so we ended up talking about usher a little bit wow. earlier but this was just a cool reminder of how fucking awesome usher is was this year because <laughs> That tiny desk, I, like I don't know if I could put that as my album of the year, but I <laughs> love that. I listened to that shit so many times. The twenty-five minutes, if, like if you are listening to this, you have not watched that. I, it is incredible. Like it's so effortless. It looks like he literally just like walked out of his house and just was like, "Hey, I'm in whatever. I guess I'm in DC. I guess I'm here. Might as well just go and sing some songs." And it's just effortless. There's no like I don't know how anybody can sing that well, and he just does it for twenty-five minutes, and it's awesome and just usher but yeah but also his freaking vegas residency is looks incredible i watch all the clips from that i need to go also i so that's why he's my person of the year that i want to have brunch with i want to have brunch with usher and have him sing to me and whoever else is at brunch with me you're all welcome just got to be usher fans person of the year i want to have brunch with i like mm, that see, a lot now it automatically disqualifies him from icon because you know how i feel about icons winning another category in the same year oh my god <laughs> but i think i have another one we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that at the very very go. end for icon of the year uh person of the year that i'd like to have brunch with um because you want it to be somebody that had a great year Right. That really had a great 2022, but you also, yeah, you want to have a conversation with them. You have a brunch with them. There's a lot of bad people that had a big year. I don't want to have brunch with them. Um, <laughs> Taylor Swift had a great year, right? It would be a lovely brunch with Taylor Swift. It it just would. It just would. Um, on a more personal level, Kenny Pickett. Would love to have brunch with Kenny Pickett. Are you kidding me? Having a great year. Go to the Oaklander with him. Exactly. Uh, But for me, gentlemen, and may I say for we, I think the person of the year goes to none other than our number one fan, Jordan Sparks, person of the year that I'd want to (laughs) have brunch with. If you recall back in January, we had a topic on this very program of songs by women you sing with your whole chest. And Didi and I, or maybe Chris and I, had both had Battlefield yeah. by Jordan Sparks on there. She showed us some some love on Instagram, and we've been Jordan Sparks fans for a long time. And that just that that happened this year. Yeah. So, person of the year, and I would certainly love to have brunch. Jordan Sparks has her new music came out because when she she commented on our post, she's like, "You just wait till the new then that new shit drops." <laughs> Maybe she didn't say it like that, but she said something like that. 
basically, listen, when someone says I got new music coming out, that's how I say it in my head. It's like, oh, wait, you just yeah. wait. But she's been everywhere, though. Like, she's been performing, I feel like, at every, like, all the Thanksgiving parades, all the Christmas yes. parades. Yes, she like, did. Like, she was on Dancing with the Stars. She mm. was a lot of places. Oh, so, see, I don't watch, as you know, I don't watch TV, so I wasn't aware of yeah. any of that. <laughs> so maybe she's got some, but I mean, none of it's been new music, though. Yeah. But she's been doing a lot of things. She's very present. Good for her. So Good for her. I think our goal in 2023 as a podcast should be to really get on these cameos. Yes. Yeah. I still have the notification on as soon as she's available. Jordan, <laughs> we are first in line, girl. <laughs> We're first in line. Yes. <laughs> Chris, first of the year, you would like to have brunch with. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we were talking through things <laughs> my mind went back to usher um but i'm gonna stick with my original pick and you guys may call this a cop out and you know what i don't care because my wife gave birth this year uh so she is automatically person of the year and we don't dick. get to go out what a dick no no, no. <laughs> what a dick what a dick <laughs> and we we like never get to go out to eat like ever so i would actually really love to go to brunch with my wife so this works out perfectly that the category is structured this way uh my wife is person of the year uh with and if usher wants to come to brunch with us he can come with us <laughs> fuck you chris i don't know what to say <laughs> Not using that as a clip for social media. I can tell you that right now. I don't need that one coming back to haunt anybody else. God damn it, Chris. Why you just wanted to make me look bad. You did this on purpose. No, bro. I didn't you you decided to go first. You could have let me go first and you could have changed your pick. It's not my fault. Chris is like, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> yes. Damn it. I'm changing my sports moment of the year to the day I got married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, damn it, Chris. God damn it. Well, uh, all right. Well, let's get to our last category. It is, of course, the brunch of the year. <laughs> Chris, you go first. Yeah, well, my wife actually made a great brunch, so we're just going to piggyback oh. off that last one. Um, if it's pizza eggs, I'm turning this broadcast <laughs> off right now. <laughs> no, 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 Dan. Pizza eggs are so 2021. Okay. <laughs> um, no, and I think I talked, we did, I don't, I don't remember when this came up, but I talked about this on the podcast this year. Uh, Katie made this like egg ring which was like this like croissant mixed with like, I mean, like borderline huevos rancheros, but like baked in the oven and in a rent. It was unbelievable. It was by far like, I didn't even think of anything else brunch wise that could have been on the list this year. It was absolutely the egg ring. And Hey, for you listeners at home, good news. You can make this too. Just like Google it. You'll figure it out. It's really good. Nice. Actually sounds really good. I remember that. I remember it's lovely. That. Yeah. Dan, brunch of the year. Brunch of the year. What a proud category to be able to present this award, of course, on the brunch breakdown. Um, and boys, it was an, it was actually an easy one for me because this was this would be if we had a best brunch of your life category, this one would at least be nominated. It was that damn good. And a trip to Greenville, South Carolina, down in the south where frankly Everything's better. Uh, I had from a place called Golden Brown and Delicious. It was the <laughs> Biscuit Benedict. And I'll just run it run it down for you real quick. Two, it was uh, two garlic and chive biscuits, short ribs, braised collards, some runny eggs, a little hollandaise sauce, and pepper cured duck and some ham. I mean... This thing changed my life. The Biscuit Benedict from Golden Brown and Delicious in wonderful Greenville, South Carolina. A very, very easy award to give out brunch of the year. 
don't know why that hit me so hard, but it did. Golden brown delicious biscuits Benedict. Like, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful. And and if there could be a runner up, it would be the shrimp and grits that my wife had from Golden Brown (laughs) and Delicious in Greenville, South Carolina. (laughs) Also incredible. Well, uh, guys, mine is a two parter. I have a brunch experience that I'll never forget, but I but the food was trash, but (laughs) I also have a brunch. So the brunch experience I'll never forget. I went to a character brunch at Disneyland with my kids in April. Yeah. And you think the first time they see the characters, they're going to be, I don't know, maybe excited. No. My daughter threw her plate of eggs in the air, screaming as if Minnie Mouse is the worst monster she's ever seen in her life. (laughs) It was the funniest thing. And then Major starts crying and we're just like, look, there's Minnie. And she's just like, no, get away, get away. <laughs> Minnie tries to like high five, nothing. Funniest brunch experience I've ever had in my life. This is, I'll, I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget that. Ever forget that. Um, The next, my but my bet, my favorite was kind of a brunch do-over. Um, I went to the Cosmopolitan in Las Vegas when I was in Vegas for the dance awards and I had a delicious breakfast sandwich there. It was a breakfast burger and it was amazing. And it had potato and it had hash browns on it. It had jalapenos on it, had some other stuff on it, some weird aioli thing going on. I don't know. All I know is I've been thinking about this for like six months and it was amazing. (laughs) And also it was a brunch redemption. Because the last time I had brunch at the Cosmopolitan, I almost died. <laughs> that, so yeah. it yeah, made yeah. me feel really good that I could walk out of the Cosmopolitan remembering I walked out of there. <laughs> Didi, uh, was that was that first time at the Cosmopolitan? Would you say that's your most abbreviated brunch? Abbreviated? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, was thousand that, percent. Had been, right. A thousand percent. I'm like, did I... Did I, I don't even know if I don't even know if I took a bite. Like I don't know if I did or not. Yeah, the minute they delivered the food, you just stood up and left. Exit yeah. stage left, gone. Yeah, <laughs> almost got that's blown okay. away too. Quickest brunch experience. <laughs> oh my god, so yeah, windy. That's right. <laughs> yeah, dude, <laughs> it's windy as shit. Which oh uh, man, is this leads us very well into like a topic we should be talking about as we get into 2023. Uh, when is brunch con? When is brunch breakdown gonna have its convention in Las Vegas? We got to talk about that. We did. We have we haven't followed up on that in quite some time. Yeah, we have to talk about that. Meet you will. at the Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's meet where me it's at our be. spot. Oh wow! Hey. Ooh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> A runner-up action there, yeah. I know, right yeah, there. Put it right. on the playlist. Add it to the playlist. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that was the brunchies, gentlemen. Any final thoughts? We gave out our first icon award this year. I mean, I'm proud of us for that. Like, shouts to Usher for just sweeping the night. Like, wow. Any final thoughts on the brunchies? This is all, all, always an an honor to host this award with you both. Um, if the icon didn't go to Usher, um. And if he gets some sort of disqualification because he won another category, I think we need to consider Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who somehow, some way, continually becomes topics, it enters into topics on this show, whether or not he's in the news. He hmm. always finds a way. He's always the answer to like, who would you want or who would you rather? It's always been The Rock on this show. He can, yeah. you know, and I just think that's just an iconic He's an iconic person for this uh, this show and this program, but him and Usher in the same category, you, you can't go wrong there. Agreed. I, I tried to find Usher on Cameo, and he he's not there. But there's a guy named Jesse mm-hmm. T. Usher Jr. Um, so we could just have him say he's Usher, and hey, you're listening to the Brunch Breakdown. I wonder if we can find, especially now that Usher's uh, you know has a Vegas residency, if they have like those like uh, lookalike people. If there's like an Usher lookalike all- actor out there on the street actor, and we can just get a video with that guy. That's all we need. I mean, 
at Berlin Usher, we're there for BrunchCon. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, BrunchCon has to happen when Usher is in Vegas performing. Yeah. So, yeah. And then we get Usher in person. This is perfect. Wow. The things we it. figure out on the show. Right. <laughs> well, that was outside the brunch. Of, outside of this hour of the week, there's not a lot that happens up here. Right. You know? <laughs> but when these three minds get together, greatness. Greatness Special. happens. Facts. Well, that was the brunchies. Hope you guys enjoyed. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this.